Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of Thoughts on Films. Uh, my name is Fikri, and today we are going to be thinking aloud on a number of films uh, produced by some Malaysian filmmakers, some short films uh, made in conjunction with the Malaysian International Film Festival uh, and powered perhaps by Vivo, which is a smartphone company. Um, there will be four short films. One of them is uh, a film called The Incident, um, which is a straight-out film to promote one of their smartphones. And uh, the other three appear to be collaborations with three other Malaysian filmmakers to, in a way, promote the Malaysian International Film Fest. So I'm guessing this is one of the KPIs for the partnership or the collaboration between MIFEST, the Malaysian International Film Festival, and VIVO. And here with me tonight to discuss all four films Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is Ezah Mahmood. Hello, Ezah. Assalamualaikum. Hello. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi Good. It's good. How are you? Um, I'm doing all right. Thanks. <laughs> what, what about What about you? How's uh, life? I, I want to ask you how life is like in lockdown at Penang. But um, I, I kind of know what that's like as well since I'm also here in Penang right now. So, I tak payah tanya you sangat lah kan? Basically, it's, it's my way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Penang, uh, I think because someone yang perhaps berada di Kuala Lumpur uh, ataupun somewhere else, mungkin mula-mula nak ke Penang akan rasa lain macam sikit because initially, I, because I grew up, grew up here, here, so I didn't really notice but Adib said macam the air in Penang because you surrounded by sea, so you macam melekit sikit, you berlengah sikit, so... I think coming back to Penang, I had that experience jugalah macam at times when it's too hot, memang berlengas lain macam sikit lah dia, dia punya ni. Because also, I live near uh, the sea, hmm. not pantai but seaside lah juga. So, memang whenever it's hot, it's really hot. And I'm sure, I don't know, I think I think you would experience jugalah the same thing if you keep the window open, memang akan berlengas lah. Unless you're in a like aircon room, when to lain juga lah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I, I must say, therefore, on that front, I perhaps um, yeah, safer to say that I will just shut my windows for now. But we are going to keep an open mind about the four hey. films that we are going to be discussing in a short while. Um, let's just uh, have a quick look at uh, well, out of the four. Ezra, uh, which which one do you want to talk about first, Ezra? I think we can talk about uh, based on the list that we've made lah from uh, Mansal Ansal by Nadira Ilana, and then the last bit perhaps we can talk about Song Get Out, uh, the incident, or vice versa. I I don't mind. Okay. I mean I have thoughts on all of the films, so it'd be interesting to to compare lah what you would think about it. Okay, alright, I'll tell you what, we can absolutely do that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get to the right page in my notebook. So I actually make notes. <laughs> I mean, I, I always make notes, but I, I don't know why for this one I, I decided to take a slightly different approach to check out the films uh, and, and kind of make notes uh, in my notebook. Maksudnya... Um, as in like watching the films and making notes at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, 
Where where is the page? I'm looking for the page now. Okay, there here we go. Found it. <laughs> That's terrible. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the, the first film is uh, Mansau Ansau by Nadira Ilana, um, who's on a bit of a roll because a current film, uh, or the latest film, if you will, um, is uh, Were the Sun and the Moon to Meet. It's a short film currently screening as part of the Short Shorts Film Festival in Asia, 2021. Oh. So that's something that you can actually sign up for and kind of, uh, I guess you could say, check out online um, because uh, you do have, I think you have to register, but it's free. Mm-hmm. So, so you just register and watch that basically. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. So you get a lot of quality films right there. Um, and, yeah, and, and basically it's great. Uh, the, the event, the festival, uh, and, okay. and also Nadira's uh, film, Where the Sun and the Moon to Meet. But this one, we're going to talk about oh, Mansao yeah. Ansao, um, a film that, uh, if you go to the YouTube page, it says here, shot on Vivo X Pro 60. So, <laughs> so I'm guessing all the filmmakers are given... Um, you know, the, the same phone to work with. Um, it is, uh, Mansao Ansao can be translated into walkabout. And basically we have the lead character who has something of uh, an interesting experience, apparently while she was asleep. But uh, we, we're going to get a bit more into that in a short while. Basically, this is life under lockdown in, um, in a pandemic Malaysia uh, sometime last year. And... And there's also a part of this that, that delves into kind of discovery and, and identity and whatnot. Um, and we'll discuss a bit more of this particular part of the plot later on. But for now, hey. Eza, uh, being hey. somebody who has seen the film, I just wonder whether you have any thoughts and feelings on this film by Nadira Ilana. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched it just now and watched it a couple of times and... I find it very interesting, um, especially because macam satu, it was shot on the phone. Um, and I think it's a very simple story, uh, but it has depth to it. And, and it's interesting, like every scene or shot has something to, on the mise-en-scene has something to be um, explored, I would say, and discovered. Macam... I think first and foremost is the fact that it started with uh, uh, even the title Mansa Ansau is very foreign to me. I don't kalau dia tak bagi tahu kata it means walkabout I would I would be wondering what it means and and it's explained as walkabout and perhaps a kadazan dusun words and I think uh, this film introduced a little bit of um culture, language um, about um, Kadaz and Dusun, macam when, when the character actually explain or count down the days in um, Kadaz and Dusun language and, and mm-hmm. talk about uh, a few things macam the music of uh, Bobo Hizan, Dukun punya upacara and mm. um, yeah, it this cultural aspect to it that I am very appreciative of because I have not heard about it before. So I think it glimpses into Kadaz and Dusun culture and language. So I really appreciate and and yeah, that's my that's my um, first thoughts mm. about the film. 
Yes, uh, just to very briefly explain a bit more, uh, we, uh, having set the film in a, in a COVID pandemic lockdown context, uh, we are looking at the lead character, Alisa, who is uh, played by Hannah Mujing. She's basically a young woman who, who is the, the, the main character, the protagonist of this particular film. So, so the official synopsis here says that uh, she's a woman consumed by cabin fever, basically, you know, having stayed indoors for too long, finds a way out by leaving her body to explore the neighborhood. And watching the film, uh, maybe there's a part of this that I will discuss uh, the, the technical aspect a bit more of later on, but watching the film, the part where she actually explores the neighborhood, where she kind of runs through um, the, the parking area, um, the area just outside the flats and whatnot, Rasa macam uh, this actor or this performer, uh, Hannah, is, is also a dancer perhaps. Because um, there's a certain grace to the movement, if you will. So if you go and watch uh, an interpretive dance, <laughs> um, you, you will see macam a kind of performance that really does push a bit more the envelope. And it's, it's a kind of performance that it's like watching an art film in a way. Sometimes you get it and sometimes you don't. So I guess that depends on you. And I think this is a part of, of the discussion here, perhaps, that in talking a bit more about this idea of, of um, going on a walkabout, um, of uh, exploring identities, um, and, and in this case, leaving the body to explore the neighborhood and, and the outside world and whatnot. Uh, I think that's also perhaps something that either you will get or, or you will not get. Um, yeah, so I think on, on some level, perhaps it will be a bit more useful maybe if we are um, Karas and Dusun ourselves. Um, but we're not, so we just have to make do with what, what we are. Um, but still, good stuff to see more of such films being made. Um, so that's, I'm just going to cross this out because I wrote here, is Alisa a dancer? Um, there's a bit of the... Uh, there's a bit of this thing as well, like... Uh, there's, there's a part where she was talking about the days of the week correlating to the birth of a butterfly. Um, do you recall that part? The different days. Oh, yes. At first you are in, in, in a cocoon and then by the end you are a butterfly, you have broken free and whatnot. Um, what, what do you think mm. about that, Ezra? I, I thought it was quite interesting, but I kind of want to get your thoughts on that first. I mean, I, I don't know whether, whether it's the translation or it's inferring. So that's that that kind of kind of make me like uh, confused a bit. Macam is the it's is that what the days in Kadazandusun means? Like macam the birth of this um, kupu kupu hmm. or um, yeah. And and I think it struck me um, as. Brilliance because a lot a lot of people in Malaysia or use Malay as a language don't really know that as a matter of fact is a butterfly is not rama rama it's actually kupu kupu and it's the other way around meaning we thought as moth as kupu kupu but actually moth is rama rama and butterfly is kupu kupu so I'm like I'm like um, oh really yeah hey, I. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Based on the based, uh, based on the um the translation by DBP, because I just knew about this after like years of learning 
my language and mm. <laughs> and then when I check out macam oh actually betul based on uh, kupu-kupu dengan uh, rama-rama the definition is kupu-kupu keluar di siang hari rama-rama keluar di malam hari which actually represent scientifically uh, most is actually rama-rama not kupu-kupu so <laughs> Anyway, why are we talking about this? Yes, uh, no, we I are think talking about this because that... you want to confuse me. That's what that's what you're doing right now. You're confusing me no. and our listeners. Ini ajaran sesat ni. So yeah, I think I think that's brilliant that uh, she translated or school uh, Nadira or I think Putri could when I read the uh, when I read the the credits the one who read, wrote the subtitle. So kudos to Putri the fact that. Putri pun nama segua the fact that she know kupu-kupu is actually butterfly. So that's mm. one. And I coming back to the story. Um, it, uh, like I think it's a great interpretation and representation of um and and be used as a uh, I wouldn't say physical plot device, but like a plot device to explain. Maknanya kata how everyone is actually living in their little cocoon, little nest and hoping and wondering when we will become butterfly again. Mm. Like going out and exploring and I think everyone will relate to this from especially in lockdown Malaysia lah because there are so many lockdowns and everyone is so agitated untuk perhaps keluar and and there's a new norm hmm. so yeah I mean like the fact that just seeing her the main character dance I think I think she's a dancer because <laughs> hmm. she danced beautifully and and you can feel the freedom of her in this case soul lah her soul had this ex, 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 is it astral astral projection like That's the right. one Dr. Strange did my goodness I, I never thought that we would make such a connection between a Nadira Ilana <laughs> film and a Marvel Studios film but you just did that well done Eza excellent work I did not consider that at all amazing yeah because I feel like Doctor Strange went to different you know universe and dimensions and then uh, finally you save the world with the and too much spoiler anyway but yeah in this film she had the experience to go out and, and she embraced it and I think I think it's, it gives somewhat it gives hope that you know, that is what everyone will be experiencing after the pandemic is over so hmm. yeah Absolutely. I, 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 I relate to, to the film that way lah Oh, excellent, excellent analysis, and certainly um, when it comes to the days of the week, yeah, I, I do believe that uh, there's uh, a strong connection or interpretation that could be made between the names and the different stages of uh, the, the birth, if you will, of, of a butterfly um, in the Karazadusun language. So that's something very cool and very yeah. interesting to kind of note. Um, for me, when, when I hear the word walkabout, I always think of this film called Australia, and in the film, there's a, oh. uh, there's a very strong Aboriginal aspect of uh, the, the, this process of becoming a man, so to speak, where you kind of have to leave home, you kind of have to go basically what they call walkabout. And, and it's seen as an important stage in your 
uh, process of of becoming like, like I mentioned earlier a man kalau kita nak tengok ke kampung hey. kita sendirilah in in this part of the world um, uh, and perhaps more specifically to Sumatra uh, we we are looking at the idea of merantau hey. right you know once you reach a certain stage you leave home and you have to merantau hey. to kind of fulfill your destiny or to become uh, even more of a person or a more complete person and whatnot. So maybe on some level, this idea of ansau mansau, if you will, um, can uh, be be seen in that light. So I, I think it's quite interesting that such an idea and such a film is made, uh, I think, in, in very limited conditions, putting aside the, the, the pandemic thing. I mean, it seems like they bought film just using a smartphone. Um and maybe there are some other technical uh, stuff being added onto the phone, Kapika. But but all the same, it seems like a a, a small film uh, that is very minimal in many ways. Um, but still, it, it manages to achieve something a bit more than you would imagine. I I, I would think, right? Um, the part where uh, Alisa is out and about doing her dancing uh, in the neighborhood. Kadang-kadang rasa macam, I think there's something. Uh, maybe the frame rates or maybe the the technical limitations of the camera is is uh, a little obvious, but uh, Nadira made it in such a way that it's not actually necessarily a bad thing. So, I mean, it's, because it's, it's a kind of a dream sequence, can So, even watching the film, you can look at that and kind of accept that um, uh, technical disparity uh, or, or, or drop in, in quality in some parts here and there. As still a part of the film's uh, intended aesthetics, so for me, I feel that uh, it's a very smart way of um, basically working with what you have and still creating something that's quite effective at the end of the day. Uh, I also appreciate the the little homage, if you will, to Apocalypse Now. Um, <laughs> there's a shot in this film. There's a shot in this film where the camera pans up to the ceiling and then you see the ceiling fan you know, oh my turning. god kan? betul kan? yes yes <laughs> I did not think that and that's the first yeah. thing that jumps to mind but that, but that, it, that's because I, I you know I, I talk about the film a lot in, in some of my previous classes so <laughs> macam film tu macam if you go to film school you can't miss that film you know what I mean it's, it's one of those films uh, Apocalypse Now Hiroshima Mon Amor must, must watch. <laughs> yeah. So so that's something yeah. uh, worth very much. Cinema Paradiso all this. <laughs> Cinema Paradiso. Yeah. No, yeah, and, and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cinema Paradiso. My goodness. <laughs> My favorite film oh, of all time. And I, I think uh, I want to add like the fact that this was shot in, on a on a phone and how it was shot at night and it's not it's uh, I think nowadays phone pun dah ada good, good low light uh, because I think that's one of the things yang filmmaker would be be mindful lah macam mana nak pakai how do you shoot at night uh, if it's low light it's gonna get grainy it's gonna get uh, but in this particular film it it, had, it it did went a bit macam uh, you can tell that it was shot on the phone but still it is good enough that it was an okay mana kata it's great I, w- I wouldn't say great lah it's good uh, scene mana kata it was shot on at, at night and the low light is good enough so I think hmm. 
Okay lah I'm, I'm, I've never used a Vivo So I don't quite No, because my phone memang low light performance still not not very good. Hmm. So I think yeah, I think that's that's one that's one very technical aspect of uh, the you know filmmaking. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, interesting. Are you saying therefore that the low light in Nadira's film is actually a highlight of Nadira's film as well? Anyways, we're going to move on. Thank you very much for that. Uh, that's Ansal Mansal by Nadira Ilana. Tada minggu no komoi, it pibahasan kada zandusun. Songyan avi timpuku poinggi zon doiti hamin pangsa, dumadizo tongkuli bambang. Tikit tadao au kabahyu. The next film... <laughs> the next film what's the next film What? where's the list Kejap. the next film is The Last Threat by Fabian Lowe The Last Threat uh, you know what we, this should go last because it's The Last Threat uh, as it turns out maybe we should call it The Second Threat oh. because we are <laughs> yeah, sure. we, no, it's, it's fine it's fine let's just play around with this because uh, yeah it's here so <laughs> let me just look up the notes again You know, going manual is is. I need to adjust my mind a bit more. It's been a while, isn't it? I mean, that's one thing, but also, yeah, trying to read my own handwriting is another is another challenge. <laughs> Anyways, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the next film we're going to be talking about is *The Last Thread* by uh, Fabian Liu. Um, I don't know too much about Fabian Liu, but then looking at the credits list for this film the there are a number of familiar names that that uh, cropped up primarily uh, the name of Mickey Lai the director of The Cloud is Still There uh, a short film made and, and produced last year or was it two years ago um, basically it's a quality it's a quality film um, it's, it's a film let me see if I recall correctly it's about a young girl a, a young woman Who's still staying at home with with her mother, but but the difference in their religion because I think she's a Christian or a Catholic, um, and the mother is uh, very much a Buddhist, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, forgive me, Mickey, if I'm recalling the details incorrectly. But but basically, that's that difference between the two of them that uh, was quite uh, damaging to their relationship. Uh, that's that's the heart of the conflict in the film. And it was a very well-made film. Certainly, I I I, I still remember it, uh, or at least bits of, of it until today. Uh, as a result of that, I remember the name Mickey Lai. Um, and as a result of that, I I looked through the credits list as I tend to do uh, whenever I watch these films. Nampak nama Mickey tu macam hey. Oh, so I'm guessing this is that same gang, so to speak. So you do have, therefore, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, again another another quality film. Um, By uh, by this particular group okay. of people, um, the last thread. Uh, Ezra, your thoughts on the film, please. Oh, okay. First, first thing first. I think definitely the set design is the first thing that 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 attracts my attention to it initially, because um, because I watched this film right after I watched Mansal and Sal. So this one. Um, <clears throat> 
instantly brings me to I don't know what but like uh, the feeling of uh, in the mood for love it has this Ooh. dark color <laughs> it has this very um slow pace macam oh I'm I'm ready for it macam it, it starts uh, well like that and then um you can hear digestive eh, is it digestive I think it's non digestive sound no it's digestive but I can it, initially it started with like a scene on the on the TV in the mizan scene saying that oh um, a nuclear war is happening and I'm just gonna cut you for a bit I totally forgot I didn't explain the synopsis let me do that first let me do that first okay let's just uh um let's just have a quick run through the synopsis um ladies and gentlemen the last thread by Fabian Lu uh the story is is basically set in the year 2025 where the world is uh on the brink of full-scale third world war Um, when the first nuclear missile is fired in the global mayhem. <gasps> so everybody is staying indoors for shelter. John calls his estranged wife, Allie, uh, when John is making his way home for the first time since the death of their daughter, Summer. Um, grief had taken a severe toll on their marriage. So basically, after Summer comes the, the winter, I guess you could say. Um, during the phone call itself, the second nuclear missile is fired. Uh, edging the world ever closer to the beginning of the Third World War. Um, time is running out, but can John and Ellie finally be uni- reunited before time runs out? <gasps> ding, ding. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. That's basically the idea yeah. <laughs> of the story of the short film. Okay, Ezra, back to you yeah. in Penang. Bring 
world hmm. uh, that my mind already create just watching uh, what's going on I mean it's just like about the film is about 8 minutes and and it, it feels it's a, it's it feels like like not 8 minutes it feels longer to me somehow I don't hmm. know um, more substantial eh? and come again Uh, it feels substantial. Maksudnya macam like it's yeah, it's it's less than 10 oh, minutes. Yeah. It's eight minutes. Kepake, it's a short film. But within that short film, it manages to pack in like quite a lot. You know what I mean? Um, it feels like it's a bit more than that, lah. True, true. So, so the last thread, um, it does it does leave you feeling like uh, you've seen more than just a short film. I think perhaps the idea of setting it in the future, and then. Dia macam it's it's almost like a one woman play. It's like you have yeah. just the just the um the apa the the lead character. Uh, let me see what is her name again. Eh? So the mana nama dia? Uh, yeah, so Ali, um, which is played by uh, mana dia kejap. It's not pausing because I have the video in front of me. It's played by Ong Ai Leng, so so she's Ali. She's basically like the basically the only person we see, perhaps for ninety nine percent of the film, then because um, the husband John, I mean he's he's only largely present as a voice on the phone to say that he's on the way home. There are bits where he got cut off. Because he got into an accident or something like that, um, I, I kind of want to ask you this question because there are parts where we kind of see some disruption to their life, um, because you, you, the the news broadcast it got cut out, uh, and then there's a part where the the phone conversation got cut out. I just wonder, as a like for you, um, what is a sign that you know we are entering into this kind of world war or? or Or global disaster, or end of the world kind of thing. Macam, is it when you lose the internet, or is it when you lose water, or macam apa api kena potong ke? Macam what what is the sign for you? Because I I look at that. I think for me it might be something like what we saw in the film. You have the news broadcast, but tiba-tiba tak ada kan? So I just wonder whether that that sense. Or, or that uh, sign, if you will, of of the end of the world works in the same way for everybody else as well. Yeah, and, and it got me thinking because we don't have TV at all. Like, hmm. So it doesn't, it doesn't, I cannot relate to that. <laughs> But I think, <laughs> I think, like, hmm. Like, what's going on, Teza? If TV, so the world is ending, so you wouldn't know. Oh, uh, Social media, got hashtag. Oh my god, I sound so millennials, but yeah, I am. Uh, I think definitely internet. Got I think internet is the first thing yang akan because because if you think about it, kan, hmm, does the satellite gonna be affected? But not really because all the internet is under what under sea. Macam all the internet cable is under under the sea and hmm. oh, it got me thinking. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> well, something worth bearing in mind because we do see the abandonment of technology. I mean, in the middle of all that, 
uh, the, the husband trying to get home, he abandons his car after he got into the accident kan, because he said the car is not important anymore. Um, so what I like is how this film kind of gives, like I mentioned earlier, a, a bigger picture, but working with very small and very minimalist details. Macam even macam tadi dia tanya, um, he said something about summer. And then the minute, the minute he said the word summer, he doesn't jump in and explain every single thing in that moment. But just the husband saying summer, it makes me realize just how important that word is. How there's a lot more to the narrative than meets the eye. And I think it's a good lesson to learn for filmmakers out there to not give too much in terms of exposition. Kita tak payah nak jelaskan segala-galanya in that heat at the moment. Kita, we just give uh, cebisan sahaja, just, just bits and bobs here and there, put it all together and that should be more than enough for the audience to kind of uh, make that connection between all these different elements together. So I think that that's the kind of the, the brief aspect abstract parts of the film that I I personally I, I personally uh, quite like that um, because it yeah. makes you think kan kalau kau you nak faham cerita ni you nak kena fikir juga I quite like that hmm. yeah and, and I think one thing that that perhaps um, after watching it a couple of times macam how on earth is I don't think there like if I were in in um, the main character she would be like panicking like nuclear war what, what should I do like call everyone and mm. she's I, I think perhaps the trauma that she faced mana kata losing losing the child like like surpass everything else macam okay benda dah nak jadi kind of thing I, I think that's a, it's a little I think I like the the uh, persona of the character Like when they, uh, when she did, uh, when they do that, mana kata like nuclear war is happening and you're not, you're not panic. Like what happened to you? Macam tu lah, mana kata. Yeah, that's what how I read it as well. Like macam losing a child is 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 nothing compared to. Eh, sorry, losing a child is everything. Um, compared to a nuclear war, macam the apple of the eye, macam. You know, things that you mm. love the most in the world gone is, you know, incomparable to, to you know, a nuclear war because this is way, way, way greater than that. Mm. Oh, yeah, I would agree. As a parent, um, I mean, the official answer is yes. <laughs> But uh, the unofficial answer is also absolutely, totally, completely, utterly yes. Um, mm. you're, you're right in the money there. So, so no... Uh, objections from this side of the fence whatsoever. Um, the, the last bit I kind of want to talk about before uh, the world ends due to nuclear missiles in the Middle East. My goodness, I mean, if you watch this film, it's, it's, it's you know, the Middle East that's really going to kill all of us uh, here in Asia. It's not the North Koreans. It's <laughs> the North Koreans. Yeah. Um, it's not them, but it's apparently from from the Middle East. So, anyways, uh, one final bit, <laughs> not very important perhaps, but um, the this by the end, I think there's a, a proverb that comes up, and I, I think for the for the sake of not wanting to um, 
spoil the film too much, so to speak. Although, to be honest with you, maybe we've already given more than a few spoilers here in our discussion of the film itself. We, eh. I, I do notice this convention in a lot of uh, Chinese films or, or Chinese-based films or, or Asian films per se. Macam, selalu ada macam a proverb atau a kind of um, ajaran <laughs> or something that appears in some okay, part of, of a lot of these kind of films. Um, I just feel that it's uh, it's alright. I suppose it's a part of a common and conventional thing. But mm. when that came up, for me, the, the feeling too much, um, it, it kind of took me, away, it took me away from the emotional ending of the mm. film into a more logical side of the film. So I, 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 I still feel something, but me feeling this something, it is tempered slightly, dia dah dikurangkan sedikit by yeah, me thinking about it. Does that kind of make sense or am I just t- talking crazy here for some reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does make sense. Macam like, I don't know, like, I don't know whether you've, you've read about this or not, tapi macam, there's a meme uh, yang uh, after Game of Thrones, every, every episode of Game of Thrones kan, when it, I think it's just the black screen, kan? Like when it's when it ends, so it's like, mm. and right after the film ends, I mean, right after an episode ends, you're actually looking at yourself, <laughs> your reflection on the perhaps on the computer, ke, on on the TV, ke. so uh-huh. macam, what what like I think the meme goes macam, so what now? I mean, I finish all this episode, and then what now? <laughs> so. I like the fact that it suspend our emotion with ourselves um, rather than having like, um, uh, like a. I think uh, yeah, I agree with you, and and it's like perhaps a style like just to enhance uh, what they're trying to um, do or say in the film. But yeah, I mean, like I was taken aback as well, and and. I feel like, macam, it's, I I want to be in that emotion for a couple more seconds, kot, like, macam, just feel what I just watched, but it was disturbed a bit. Tapi macam, mm. yeah, I think it's a style, and people should, perhaps, I don't know, I really don't know, tapi itulah, mm. macam, I wish it's, it's not there. Yeah, I suppose this is just a reflection of, of how I've been conditioned to watch films. Um, and it's also part of the reason why I don't really like watching stuff on Netflix. As in, you watch the film, you get to the end, um, the, the the music kicks in, and then you're still macham, you're still processing the, the, the emotions of the ending or the story. And then suddenly the next recommendation to the keluar. And I just I, apparently there's a way to turn it off, but still as the default, I absolutely mm. hate that. Uh, if you watch star movies, for instance, or Fox movies, um, yeah, yeah, you watch the film. The film ends. The credit is still rolling, and then suddenly they they kind of minimize that into a smaller picture in picture kind of mode, and then they show the trailer for the next film. Or a film that's showing tomorrow or something. And, ah, my goodness. Just, on, on you know, number one, hormat sikit boleh tak? Because these are the list of, of the people who have worked so hard to bring this 
film or TV show to you. So on one level, you kind of have to respect that. But on another level, emotionally, you're still there processing uh, the the story, the the emotions and whatnot. So suddenly when, when there's a disruption to that process, um, it, it's annoying for me. So I think maybe that's just the way I, I look at it. I suspect a number of our listeners perhaps they are probably thinking, what is Mr. Fikri going on about? <laughs> Relax, bro. You just chip Oh my god, now now I got some throwback to the time where cinema is still available and we can watch and stay until the end of the credit and then this Moranda Tadok Baru we walk out of the hall. Yeah. Oh, good times. oh, you know, I I am absolutely the kind of person who would tell off the projectionist or the staff. Uh, kalau dewang tunjuk film, credit start habis, and then they just stop, and then suddenly the 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 whole light comes up, and then they start to play some random or generic music as a way to tell you, okay, show's over, get out. So they did that they did for. That? They actually did that for Parasite. Uh, I think what oh, film really? two. I think what film two. The cut Indonesia. Kat mana? Ah? Which I can't remember now. It must be. Ah, I can't remember now which cinema chain <laughs> it was or which branch it was. But I watched. I was watching it, and when we we are nearly the end of the credits list and mm. typically I was mm. the only person left by the end sebab biasanya orang semua dah keluar kan um, bila nampak mm. the credits list come up tu macam everybody would leave but me me being me lah I suppose maybe my background maybe my understanding of the process ke ke mm. I feel like at the very least I I I should watch the credit list all the way through to the end at the very least itu yeah. macam tanda hormat sedikit lah yang I I boleh beri kepada mereka yang dah susah payah kerja uh, tak ke, tak yeah. balik rumah berapa berapa minggu atau berapa bulan um, and then when you're yeah. editing you know you're the editor if you're editing you're editing on the deadline you're working how many hours a day apa semua if you're on the set yeah. you're, you're following the schedule of the actors macam a comfortable shoot mungkin 2 minggu tapi actor ni cuma ada seminggu je so everything in 2 weeks yeah, you pack it into 1 week kan? so <laughs> itu kerja gila tu yeah. so I respect that Betul? and so so I get really upset when people don't respect that so I feel that macam and, and that happened to me when I was watching Parasite um, that was in Indonesia oh, wow. it happened a number of times <laughs> I think that's the, mo- that's the that's the latest one I remember for Pirates of the Caribbean yang kedua mm-hmm. yang I tengok dekat Korea <laughs> yang ni gila yang ni sebab they, oh they, they showed the end credits um, and it was still rolling and then I was upset not just because of the um, not just because of the you know it's a credits list you have to show all the way through to the end but also because I know that in the film after the credits <laughs> oh ada another God. extra scene there's an extra 10-15 seconds yeah. I want to see so exactly and this is before Marvel Studios made this whole coda thing a very normal yeah. and expected thing so yeah. so they they shut the projector off before we got to that part and I was upset and I was telling them off of course in in English lah 
Tapi dia orang kan orang Korea Dia orang mana nak faham And this This is in Jeonju It wasn't in Seoul Seoul is a bit more multinational Because it's a bit more um, You have a lot more foreigners there lah Kalau kat Jeonju ni Jeonju is Two, three hours by bus um, South uh, It's a bit more central um, It is in the city of Jeonju But then The surrounding area tu memang Literally kampung lah So So it's that kind of ni lah Macam A much smaller city And certainly in, in Coming back to the point here A lot less multinational A lot less international So So orang yang faham Bahasa Inggeris Secara biasa pun macam Tak Tak banyak sangat So And then so you have If you have a Malaysian guy Screaming Well not screaming lah Raising his voice at you in English Um And and you are Mama Korea Daripada The middle of of nowhere in in Korea macam, kira, ah, So, but that's me lah. I, I guess maybe maybe it's just me kot. Maybe I need to take a chill pill. <laughs> I remember tak tak so tak kot. Usually in my case, usually we I mean adik lah usually kita stay until the end, hmm. and then didn't setakat ni tak pernah lagi they switch off the. The projector lah It's just that They just switch on the lights So we will hmm. be standing Standing lah In our seats kan Nak tunjuk eh, Janganlah tutup lagi Because they can Perhaps see you hmm. That you stay in the In the hall So Sweet until the end And especially If it's Like If it's Even if at night tau Kadang-kadang macam Dah Sometimes Before we watch The midnight punya And then mm-hmm. Kita risau juga Kalau nak just tengok Sampai habis kan Whether all these people Nak kena balik awal ke Tapi macam Well I think it's one of the Habit that We practice lah Memang we just stay Until the end mm. Even if Belum hujung tu Macam just bagi tahu Kata all oh, this film Was shot in Georgia ke Like No it, it feels like it, it feels like Part of the film mm. And Just watch to the end Mm, that's right, absolutely. Mm, Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do need to stress this is not what happened in Fabian's film. This is just us going off on a rant somewhere else. So, so do take note of that, <laughs> Fabian. Your film is alright, bro. It's all good. No worry. 刚刚其实和对方也是想了想，车已经不重要了。其实很多事情都不重要了。Those are the first two films. Um, uh, we're gonna, we'll come to the end of this uh, episode for now. Uh, in, in the following episode, we will be discussing the remaining two films. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for now, we're, we're going to say goodbye. But hopefully, we are going to catch you a lot sooner rather than later. So, uh, Ezra, say goodbye, Ezra. Bye! Everything is okay. I just want to play. Unplug for the day.